Maybe Parker could edit that part out where I almost choked. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, thanks, brother. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Everyone, welcome to the Enjoying the Journey podcast. I'm Rob with Rise, and I'm excited you've joined us. I got a question for you. Do you have a friend that you don't see often, but as soon as you catch up, it's like time hasn't passed? Today I get to spend time with my good friend Tim Byrne. Now he's a cool dude, professional skateboarder, passionate evangelist. And as we got to talk, it was like we just saw each other the other day. We go back almost 20 years and what I love about Tim is his passion for Jesus. As you listen today, you'll get to hear that. Thank you so much for joining us and if you would please share this with your friends and subscribe to it, we'd be so extremely grateful. And I hope you have a blessed day and keep looking for the joy in your journey. Oh, we have a special guest today, my good friend Tim Byrne on Enjoying the Journey. Tim, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And if you don't mind, give us a little background on who, who Tim Byrne is. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody. Well, I live in Portland, Oregon. We have some sunshine today, so that's good. Nice. Um, yeah. Let's see. I grew up in a small town in Missouri, moved out here in 2004, married my wonderful wife, Liz. And my background is I'm a pro skateboarder. And the same year that I actually became a pro skateboarder um, was the same year that I gave my life to Jesus and God changed my life forever. And that's been over 20 years ago now. So uh, yeah, man, I moved here and let's see, about the same time I met you, Rob, did some yeah. Rise Fest around 2004, 2005, whichever year that was. Do you remember and when we met? Do you remember? You know what? I do remember. Man. Do you remember? Wasn't it the, yeah, you know, yeah. that's crazy. Wasn't it the religious broadcasting? Uh, NRB. What was it called? NRB, NRB, National Religious Broadcasters. Yeah, with Stephen Baldwin. Yes. Yes, yeah, man. And, uh, I think we were in North Carolina. We oh, had, my gosh. We had just launched a, kind of a 60-second Food for Thought radio program. So never been to the NRB before. <laughs> this, wow. This is back Dude, I when remember. I remember. Yes. You were Mr. Cool with Stephen Baldwin right next to our booth and came over and oh, talked. Man. You were dressed like a rad skateboarder guy. I was dressed like I was going to the church choir or something. I think I was. I was <laughs> no. Like, what am I doing? What am I oh, doing? Man. What am I wearing? Because I, 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 I still have it. the picture somewhere. Yeah. You just came over and started chatting it up and was like, hey, man. I'm in the living it. I think it was you guys were were pushing living it back then. Yeah, it was at it was a movie uh, or a DVD. Yeah, that uh, he put that Stephen Baldwin put his testimony in using BMX and skateboarding, and I was one of the skaters. And because I could skate in such a small area, I didn't need all the ramps or the room or the crazy insurance um, that I went around with them to promote it. That it was awesome. So that's where I met you. No way. That's amazing. I do remember that, and I kind of. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So all along pro skateboarder traveling all over the place. Um, yeah. Then I ended up at a place called skate church working there, pastoring in uh, one of the roughest neighborhoods in Portland, Oregon. Uh, yeah. Montevilla. Yeah. You say Montevilla to anybody in Portland, they'll know that Southeast Portland and it's very, uh, it's crime ridden and they need Jesus. They need the gospel. So that's very, very like a kind of a, a short background. So yeah. Right. Pro skateboarder, from a small town in Missouri, 
um, actually became, you know, it was the year I, I placed really well in contests. I think, you know, top, top something anyway. And, uh, it was the year that I gave my life to Jesus. And it, yeah, again, I said this earlier, but yeah, it changed my life forever. I've never been the same since, man. Jesus became the Lord of my life and everybody had to hear the gospel. So anytime my name's on a skateboard or, you know, if it's in a magazine or whatever, wherever I was or whatever I was doing, things like living it yeah. uh, that you, we referenced earlier. I mean, you know, it's always going to be about Jesus and just pointing people to Jesus. So, yeah, man. Yeah, so, I know. There you that's, go, Rob. that's what I loved when I, when I first met you was your passion for Jesus. And so do you remember we went on that little tour back in 2005, I think it was. You remember that? Um, on Rob Hawk Nelson, Hawk, Hawk Nelson. Hawk Nelson. Uh, Dude, before they were even cool, right? Remember they were in their right. little van and then they yep. got the bus and they got their album out and started being cool. But yeah, yeah, it was Hawk Nelson. It was, uh, who was the other one, man? With 10th uh, Avenue Jones. You remember oh, that? Oh, come on. 10th Avenue Jones. Yeah, with Timmy Timmy Shakes. Yes, right? Timmy Shakes. That was yeah. fun. You and I were cruising around the Midwest doing a little little tour. That was, that was a good time. And your passion yeah, Rob, yeah. has only gotten stronger for Jesus. I mean, even yeah. back then, you were always preaching the gospel. Back then, you would skate right before I was able to share or speak or whatever, and it was it was just it was just awesome. And then yeah. I think you've been in Portland most of the time since I've known you. And skate church has been a big part of what you've been doing over the last how many years now? Well, it's all it has always been a, a huge part of, okay. of uh, yeah of what we do up here. Um, but then I became a, an official part of Skate Church around 2014 after, you know, the management company and traveling and all that kind of started to didn't really fade away. But our relationship started to change in terms of what we had agreed to. And so I just pulled away from that and became an urban missionary, man, raising yeah. support. Uh, like that was a whole other life and telling my wife that by the way saying hey hon I don't have a real paycheck but we're gonna raise support and trust the Lord <laughs> and uh and Liz she's like yeah that's what I think God's telling us to do and wow man so doing that still traveling and preaching yep. and yeah dude it's it's been a it's been a crazy ride I mean it's crazy it's crazy but it's so good it's so good it's yeah it's hard to put into words no, it's a I god don't. thing that's what it is dude it's a straight up god thing faith walk let's go so. absolutely so walk us through <laughs> skate church you said it's in the roughest part of portland and i know i mean you've shared before you're talking gunshots in the building losing losing skaters young skaters to i, I would assume violence and just kind of walk us through that a, a little mm. as you're on staff there. And I know that's your passion. Wouldn't you say is reaching young skate skaters, skateboarders that need Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So skate church started in 1987. Wow. So it's the first ministry of its kind, especially with that type of longevity. Hmm. Um, it actually wasn't originally called Skate Church. It had some other silly 1980s name. But the <laughs> skaters there, because they were all street hood kids, right. they coined it Skate Church, mocking it. They're like, oh, Skate oh. Church, because in order to skate the ramps and get out of the inclement weather, which it okay. rains a lot here in Portland. So when right. you have a building that's indoors and you got ramps and you got a guy like Paul Anderson who started it, but is also just a tremendous ramp builder, um, you win. And so they would come in and they knew that to skate the ramps, they had to sit for what 
is called the talk. That's what they call it. They're like, oh, we got to stay for the talk, the gospel <laughs> talk. So they coined it Skate Church, and that's where it began. So it started in the 80s. Um, I think to date, uh, 15,000 have come through the doors. Wow. And I think around three to 4,000 have given their lives to Jesus. And some of them even include, I mean, you know, famous Hebrew scholar, the Bible project that's on YouTube with millions of subscribers, Tim Mackey, Dr. Tim Mackey actually got saved or gave his life to Jesus at skate church. Serious. Um, I am serious. Yeah. Wow. And John Collins, they were both actually interns at skate church. So if you're familiar with them, yeah, there's, that's one of our stories that we tell people, you know, and, you know, we're trying, we're trying to say, this is what we do. And they're like, Oh, I know those guys. Oh God. Okay, cool. I get it. Um, yeah. But several other pastors in our area actually learned to preach at skate church. So skate church has this real rich and grand history mm-hmm. in terms of the, um, the ministry and the outreach side of Portland. Um, Outreach meaning, you know, the gospel going out, people right. actually coming to Christ. Yeah. 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 Outreach can mean a number of things these days, I guess. But uh right. yeah, so it's a it's 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 amazing. I read about Thrasher as a kid. My first Thrasher magazine I got a hold of in 1995. And the I, it's not like they had you know stories on skate church. I mean, but I happened to grab the the, the Thrasher that had the story of skate church in there talking about a Tuesday night. And there's this Bible talk, and I wasn't even a Christian, but this pro skater was talking about going to this place called Skate Church because he happened to live in Portland. So that's when I first heard about it. And uh, let's see, it would have been five years after that, I became a pro skater. And when we were on another tour, skateboard tour, promoting our brand and doing ministry too, um, I came to the park. And I was just overwhelmed and intimidated because all the best dudes went to Skate Church. Um, it was just known just to have this, just this, yeah, this, 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 this draw that some of the best skaters in the Northwest would go to this park. So anyway, man, um, the history of skate church is rich. Uh, we, we are still, uh, you know, we're, we raise support. I mean, it's a nonprofit. Um, the goal is, is to build excellent ramps and to attract skaters to hear the gospel. We're not a church, like we're not there teaching messages. I mean, we have um, I think before COVID, so 2019, we had over, I think, close to 800 that came through our doors that year. Wow. And so, for example, we run, a, we run four nights a week. So our Monday night would be a junior high night. Our Tuesday would be a high school. Our Wednesday is a kindergarten through fifth. Over 18 would be Thursday. And you, you would think it's a kid ministry. Oh, you're reaching a lot of skaters mm-hmm. or high school kids. No, it's actually our, our over 18 night on Thursdays has over 300 in that alone. Wow. So, so we have 300 in the over 18 and then we'd have like 200 in high school. And I mean, it goes on and on. Yep. Um, we had a recovery night for addicts mm-hmm. and we started that on a Friday night. We were bringing in a counselor uh, to help, you know, resource some of these guys with the proper tools and, you know, it's just a trajectory to get on the path to sobriety and, sure. and getting help. Um, dude it's it's an amazing ministry it's a t- it's the toughest thing though because you as, yeah. as you said and you know i've shared this with you too rob where you know we've lost skateboarders i mean dudes that you see one night and then the next night they're dead they've overdosed or they've been killed we had one guy um not too far away from our park was found stabbed in the throat and mm. they said it was just a, a drug deal gone bad um <clears throat> Last guy that passed away was one of the best skateboarders in the Northwest. He rode on Tony Hawk's company, uh, Birdhouse, um, rode for Nike. 
um, grew up coming to our park, um, but drugs got a hold of his life. Yeah. Um, I have the last photo of him and his little daughter at my skate park. And I still remember one of the last times I actually interacted with him and prayed with them outside of our building. And it wasn't long after that um, he died. He was he was addicted to heroin, and then the uh, the substitute for that's fentanyl, and they'll shoot that stuff up. And I had heard that he had actually tried to get clean for some time, and then he tried to he went back at it. And what those guys will do is they'll try to take the same dose as as, as the last time that they had left the drug. So when their system gets cleared out for a certain amount of time, they'll try to do it again, and it, and it that's what does it. And it's the saddest thing. He was found on a Saturday um, with the needle and dead. That, that crushed us. And, and that was, and then we had a, uh, we had a memorial service for him. Cause so our skaters, they're not, these aren't Christian guys, right? They don't right. know church. They don't know the rhythms of what that even sure. means. So we threw, we, we put on a memorial service in honor of this individual. Um, and all these guys came and so many of them stood up, you know, to just say, Hey, um, I have, I have addiction issues. I have things that I need help with. And uh, that's when we started our recovery night. So that spurred on, spurred on our Friday nights. Um, yeah, man, my, my first year there. And again, I don't hope I'm not over talking, Rob. Sorry about that. Stop me if I am. No, try to. you're on the okay. podcast, okay. Uh, man. Keep going. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's just, yeah, dude. So I, I remember my first year there. I, um, it was 2014. And again, I got photos of all of these guys. I keep them around to remind me of the, I mean, just the, the, the seriousness of the gospel. Like, right. dude, this is, we're not promised. We're not promised tomorrow. This could be the last time, the only time some of these dudes will ever hear about Jesus turning from this thing called sin. It leads to death. Real life is in Jesus and that's it. And, um, this one kid used to come and again he is really really good he was very influential Mm. people followed him he is a sweet kid very respectful always smiled and at the end of my talks and that's what he would call him he'd say hey man good talk or hey tim good speech and he would smile he had braces i could still see his face and he you know give me a fist bump and uh i remember i was on i was i was out flying somewhere speaking and i had caught word that something happened he was in a car accident and Come to find out, uh, he got into a car, dudes were partying and drinking, and he was in the back seat. And out of the five that were in the car, uh, he was ejected, the car rolled over him. Yeah, he was dead. And I, and I, and, and, um, yeah, man, hold on. That's all right, man. See, it's one thing just to talk about it, and then it just kind of rolls, and then all of a sudden that stuff catches me, man, in terms of emotions. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, dude. Um, I, I, you know, man, I remember like the last contest with these guys, like I'd put on these, these, these things for them and, you know, just see them, uh, just try to give them, give them some shine, give them an opportunity and, you know, just have some fun and then dude, smiling one minute, giving me nuts, telling me good speech. And then they're gone two weeks, a month later. And you're just like, dude, I hope it was more than a speech. Yeah. I hope you actually heard that this is truth. This is what changed my life because right. at 20 years old, I was going to end my life. Right. Yeah, you know, I was, I was it. The wages of sin is death. And I remember when it caught up to me and I'm thankful that somebody had the guts to share the gospel with me, that I heard the gospel again, or a pastor that took the initiative to say, Hey, sermon time's over. If you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus is your Lord and savior, I'm going to pray for you right now. 
that's what that was was my story and it changed my life so yeah it was it was definitely more than a speech or a talk and i hope that's the takeaway that these guys get and that's why we don't stop doing it that's why we do it every single night that we're opened at skate church so yeah man um so dudes yeah they 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 come in our building and you know um we love them we care about them we, we tr- the goal is is to earn the right to be heard build relationships with them it's so much more than just preaching at them i mean there we know these guys i mean we know them um we try to spend time with them um yeah man and then uh yeah life's short and that happens to some of them and it breaks your heart man and i'm sure there's other stories but i won't go too too much on into that but yeah man, I, the, the bottom line is we just don't stop preaching the gospel. We just don't, we're just not going to stop. We're just going to keep doing it. And we're in the right place to do it. As rough and crazy as Montevilla is. I love it because uh, it's, that's Jesus. I mean, that's it. It's the marginalized, the broken, the lost. Um, you know, we can't even, we can't charge kids to come to our park. Their parents, nobody has money. I mean, real talk, nobody has money, dude. So, you know, we're doing it. you've been doing it for a long time and your passion has not wavered i see it today that it's probably as deep as it's ever been i mean you you take sharing jesus as serious as possible that's what i absolutely love it did change your heart i've been with you many times i've heard you speak or give your talk whatever you want to call it after flipping around on a skateboard or, or or whatever else and the idea that i was here i can go I was here, but God grabbed me, and now I'm over here, and I live a life with hope, and I live a life knowing that one day when I take my last breath, I'll be in glory. And so, no, I, I mean, I think, you know, that's that's why we call this podcast Enjoying the Journey. Everybody in a different season of life or walk with the Lord, yours right now is is reaching some of the most marginalized in Portland, in the skate world and then having the heartbreak of of losing them while they're on that journey and so you know as you hear the word enjoying the journey what would you say to people if they're broken right now or they had a friend or somebody they were reaching out to and they were sharing the gospel but they don't know if it registered or didn't register and and they're just maybe they have more questions than answers right now how can you help them continue to enjoy the journey they're on currently? Yeah. Well, before I get to the enjoy, the joy part or the enjoy part of the embrace part, I would say yeah. a different way um, is the message of the cross. Remember this, the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing, but to those of us who are being saved, the message of the cross, the message of Jesus is the power of God. Right. Um. Yeah, I was one of those people that, you know, I, that, that like my mom, you know, I mean, she witnessed to me. She shared the gospel with me for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I rejected it. Talk about it, and, you know, how do, how, do, how do you go through that, you know? Uh, right. uh, the kid in high school that used to sit across from me at the lunch table, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, tell me about Jesus after we made fun of him and picked mm-hmm. on him and, Matter of fact, the night I became a Christian, you know, years later, I was 20. Yeah, or getting ready to turn 20. Um, 
And that, that person from high school was actually there that night. I hugged him after I gave my life to Christ. He was up front when the pastor prayed for people. And I was one of those people that the pastor prayed for. I ended up hugging the very kid that used to sit across from me that I used to pick on and make fun of that. If you were to ask him, Hey dude, enjoy the journey, man, this is rad or embrace it and go and keep, keep being faithful. But he was, and he did, and he was faithful, and he had no idea who he was sharing the gospel with. Um, my mom, I mean, she had she was she had cervical cancer. It was 1994, right the year before I started skating. And, uh, God healed her of that. It's a whole other story, but she got radically saved, and she just began to pray for our family. So I became a Christian years later, and then I ended up leading my own dad to Jesus. Wow! Um, and it went on and on. My brother, sisters, yeah. Yeah, man, it goes on and on. So what would I say? Um, man, stay the course, stay the course, um, be faithful, ask God. I mean, this is what I pray and ask the Lord all the time. And I pray this over our staff at Skaters. Matter of fact, uh, last night I was like, God, help us to be faithful, help us to not miss opportunity. And even in all the no's, you know, that we get that we would, in the pushback, um, Man, I got so many of those stories, man. <laughs> but you just, you, it's just, it's, it's real and it's true. I mean, we know that if my neighbor's house was on fire, I mean, what kind of neighbor would I be if I just watched it burn? I, I, I would be a horrible neighbor. I've got to go over there and tell them, man, your house, you know, this is it. Whether you choose to come outside and allow me to, you know, be that person that kind of gets you out of there. That's on you, but yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. It's urgent. It's an urgency. That's the word I was looking for even earlier when I was trying to describe skate church and the urgency of the gospel. Kids coming and going. I mean, it's urgent. It's an urgency. So embrace it, hang on, and go. And and remember, this isn't heaven. Right. <laughs> it's not heaven. Okay. Um, this is, yeah. But there's peace that surpasses understanding. Um that's the peace, right? Philippians 4, that's the very thing that guards our hearts and our minds in Jesus as we are on this journey, on this pathway. That's what I hold to, peace, the peace of Christ in the midst of the storms of life. Uh, you know that, Rob. We yeah. all know that. I mean, if followers of Jesus, is just to keep it going. Um, it's cool to have our, our friend circle, those that we can trust, those are closest to us. I'm, I'm super blessed to have a wife like Liz. I've been married to for 17 years now. And, uh, you know, we, that, that's part of it too. We need each other. We're made for community. God made us for community. That's church, the body of Christ. That's us. Um, all of those things are great, but keep praying, keep being faithful. And you never know, you know, we, we never know who, who's going to say yes and, and maybe we get to see it and maybe we don't you know to jesus you know who knows but just keep being faithful and embrace it and keep going yeah we were talking earlier before we jumped on the podcast that your life's been a little a little crazy lately so skate church is a big part of it you're living in portland could we say that portland has been one of the craziest shutdown states during the pandemic oh yeah Totally. I, <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, straight up. It's crazy here, man, in terms of that. You know, it's funny. I just came home from Louisiana. I just had a, a trip. I spoke at this disciple now. I guess it was last Friday. And so you like you guys live in a different world. And I remember it like you do. It's like, do. It's, 
Yeah. You know, when you go to another country and you got to kind of respect the rules and yeah. kind of learn how to, what you're doing, what you're not going to do, just the rhythms of how culture is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like that right now in this pandemic in Portland, you know, that we're still not able to dine indoors or have coffee inside. It's not a thing. Gyms, you know, gyms are, oh, yeah. are close. So that's where skate church, that's where skate church falls in line with gyms. So we haven't even been able to open. So we wow. closed skate church March 15th last year. So what the heck am I going to do? Right. That's the question. That's a good question. I'm right? like, well, it's you're been closed since March 15th last year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can still remember the third, whatever the Thursday was during that week. Yep. You know, I can't remember which one it was. Right. I still remember looking at my friend that, I, that, that I'm now actually planting a church with or helping plant this church called all city. But, but I remember looking at him. It was a, it was our over 18 night, whatever the Thursday was. And we're thinking, oh, this is going to blow over. Uh, we're going to, you know, we got 15 days to slow the spread or whatever it was. And I'm not mocking it. It's, just, no, it's, I, it's tragic. People are dying. For, I mean, it's sad. It, my, my own mom and dad had it. Hmm. You know, it's, it is tragic. And I'm not making light of that. But then we didn't know enough. And I just remember we were making light of it then. Just right. like, oh, we're going to open back up. Things are going to happen. And then, you know, here we are. So, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, we've uh, we have been doing other things. I will say this, Rob. I, I'd say even with all the lockdowns and the craziness, I mean, we've had, you know, the riots, the protest here. We had fires here. Uh, you know, the, you know, it just it's just been it's been insane, an insane season. But it's pushed us out of the four walls of the building to get back to the skateboard parks. You know, we started doing a, a Sunday meeting, bringing out the hot dogs and the waters and going out to our guys that go to our park right near us at Benedict, which you don't go to at night. It's, I mean, we're in the hood. We are in the hood, man. That's what we call. So we're in the hood and you got it. We go, we went on Sunday mornings and uh, we made it a deal. Uh, and it was, it's rad. Well, now because the inclement weather that only goes on for so long. So around October, we shut that down. Okay. But at the same time, we started a, uh, the home, our, our homeless outreach ministry. We call them our outdoor friends nice. <laughs> because that's the nice way to put it. I it know, is. You. Uh, but they do be, and I mean this, man, they actually become our friends because week yeah. after week, we were taking, it's simple, a water. You take some socks, clean, fresh, good socks, not the stuff from family to dollar or whatever, you know, good socks. Um put uh put some put some gloves on especially now during the winter time we started doing gloves uh some first aid stuff just some hygiene stuff um food and we were just going out there we prayed i i mean we've prayed now for i mean i lost count i mean it's, it's 50 plus within just a few weeks of going out now we go out on our skateboard so it's fun it's this it's this long stretch in terms of the skateboarding aspect it's awesome because it ties that into skate ministry yeah. but it's also a way where you know we we're able to interact with folks on the street because we're not out there wearing the lanyards and the same colored t-shirts that some of these other organizations kind of go out with because they'll take your stuff but you won't get a conversation because that's just the ways of the of the streets, man, of how those people think. Yep. But for us as skaters, I mean, dude, we have backgrounds, we have stories that are crazy. And so we'll go out there and we're just praying for folks, hooking them up with Bibles, pointing them to Jesus, tell them, telling them what we're about. But um, yeah, just having these relationships. But it so that's been another thing that we've been doing, which is great. So getting out of the four walls, getting back to the skate parks, doing that. Um 
and yeah, we even started another skateboard. There's another skateboard church that started on a, in another part of town, which because they were in a church building, again, this goes to lockdown. This was like, you know, so foreign to some of you guys that have kind of like, yeah, we don't even wear a mask anymore. I mean, it's, it's mandatory <laughs> to wear a mask here. You don't, you're not going into Home Depot without a mask. I mean, that's just how this is here. Yeah, you we're know, in Iowa. It's a little different. Little different <laughs> right? than no, it's it is strict as can be, though. We'll stop you and tell you, yeah, well, you're not shopping today. You're out the door. Um, uh, yeah, I kind of, I did lose my train of thought. Where was I? Oh. Did you, were you paying attention to that? Sorry, man. It's okay. You were, no, you were, that, you were talking about another skate church down the street. And it's Thank you, my friend. Cool. See, look, I was listening. I was man, listening. I, I was testing you. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So because they're in a church building, Mm -hmm. uh they can come under religious organizations uh, or a, re a religious organization so we're able to do skate ministry there and i'm sure there's some rules getting broken there but again the gospel's being preached it's on a friday night and it's just beautiful they actually do it two nights a week and the guy that started that helps us at skate church too. our skate church which is in again in, uh, the, the rougher side of portland this this skate church isn't in such a bad side I mean, you, <laughs> could, you don't have to like go into a certain you know we we have to park a certain way when we roll into skate church i mean dude i got there's so many rules i mean that you have to follow our protocols i guess is what you'd call it um yeah yeah i mean it's so much nicer when you can just pull up into a parking lot and just get out and not have to be looking out looking around and making sure things are good or that you're you're in a light a lit area right um so anyway man yeah yeah but yeah i mean we had bullets fired in our building dude we had we had we had like people shooting our building i mean that's that's crazy that is crazy i mean that that makes you go whoo yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, we've, we, I mean, we encounter crazy stuff when we're out just doing our street ministry anyway. I mean, I, we, we rolled up on a, on a group of bloods. Um, oh. And those dudes are like ragged out, ready to go. Cause yep. where we go and minister, I mean, that's where they trail the drugs. They know that they've got, they've got their work going on. That's how they make their money. Mm. And you got they, a lot of prostitution and all this. So dude, we're, we're in the mix. Be but because we skateboard and we look like this, we're older, we, we're skaters, we get away with it. And dudes just let it slide. So we're in there giving out whatever we need to give out so we can share the gospel and pray. And yeah, it's awesome. But uh, but in terms of skate church, I mean, we're located in a, in a there's gang activity there for sure. Matter of fact, the reason why our building got shot was because there was 150 rounds fired off at a, a rival gang and four of those rounds hit our building. Wow. Um yeah and there were actually this is even in more insane it, on that same night we had four actually it was two so it was a group of four but only two were staying at our facility we let we let two people actually stay at our facility to spend the night because they wanted to come to portland and check it out they were in ministry okay. we never do this rob so they were actually staying in our building when that happened one of the kids was from indiana <laughs> and he called another leader this is the funny part from indiana this is how he described gunshots in a building he goes hey he, he called he called one of our leaders he's like hey man uh dave i think somebody's banging on the side of the building when coming in. <laughs> <laughs> right and dave goes no no you don't don't you need to get down you need to go to this certain spot don't right. move. We'll, we'll figure this out. So there you go. I, I'll stop talking about it. I, might even not, I don't even know if this is registering right now. The listeners are going, where's this guy going with this stuff? He was like, who did you bring on today, Rob? Oh, man, I love it. Uh, anyway. Oh, that's, that, that's Timmy B for you, man. We just go any and everywhere we get to talk mm. about. Talk about everything. <laughs> and our history is long. 
It's long. Yeah. We've left out a lot of fun stories that we've had over the years. But I wanted our listeners to hear your heart and hear where you're doing ministry. And this idea, you know, I don't know what side of the fence listeners are on. I don't know if they're on the side of I'm doing ministry and it's hard right now. I'm a believer and it's hard right now because the situation I'm walking through or I happen to fall upon this podcast called Enjoying the Journey and I have no relationship with Jesus. And so I, I want no matter where they are at, I want them to understand there is hope. There's hope to continue on, as you shared earlier, and there is hope that there is a different way that, yes, everybody falls short. You know, the wages of sin is death, but there is a promise in eternal life through through Jesus. And, you know, once we turn our hearts over and admit our failures, admit our sin, admit that we can't do this on our own, there is there is hope. You know, I was just putting something together before we jumped on this, and I just keep thinking of the promises of the streets of gold. They just keep flowing in my head, you know, that one day when I take my last breath, I cannot wait for that moment and the walking part of the streets of gold. And for those that don't know me, you know, don't know I'm sitting in a wheelchair recording this podcast with you. So this imagery of walking the streets of gold, whew, that gets me, it gets me a little excited. Mm. And of course, I want others to have hope in their in the midst of adversity, I want people to understand, as you mentioned so, so much earlier, just, just keep pressing on. Just remember there is, there is a peace that surpasses all understanding. I guess I needed to hear that today. We were talking about it as a staff a little bit ago, and Ellie, our creative director, was actually saying, you know, Rob, remember the blessings in chaos. I guess is kind of how she worded it. I might be paraphrasing here a little bit, but... Yeah, there's blessings and chaos. We were we were talking about the last month of January and what it's been like personally, what it's been like, et cetera, et cetera. And there's times it's been it's been chaotic, but there's been blessings as well. And and don't don't miss out on those. And that's what I want listeners to understand. Is yeah, there's gonna be chaos, there's gonna be hurt, there's gonna be brokenness, but but there's and you can enjoy the journey when you have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right on. Well, I, I, let me, I'll say something a little further, Rob, because I, I, you know, I kind of brushed over my 2020, but I'll, I'll put it in a nutshell. Yeah, so do it. To, to kick off 2020, uh, our property that Skate Church has been on since 1987 yeah. is being sold. So here we are, our building's being sold. Long story short, it's still being sold. Like we, we can't mm -hmm. get it. So we're looking for another spot. Then we actually get shut down. So we get buildings being sold. We get shut down. My wife gets laid off of her job just a few months after that. Um, my dates, everything that I book and travel for, I take that money and I put it toward my mission fund. That helps me have a salary, right? Right? Because I'm a missionary. Well, I want your listeners to say, like, I'm a missionary. I'm under this 501c3 nonprofit. Um, those all go away. So here we are like, God, okay. We're, we're being faithful, like we're, we're looking at other opportunities, like, okay, God, well, who do you want to be for me now that you were not able to be for me before this, yeah. uh, right? But for me before this all took place, like, mm -hmm. God, who do you want to be for us now? It's a question. And so God shows up, God showed up, God shows up and keeps showing up. And um, I think God's going, are you showing up, right? He's asking, like, hey, are you with me? Let's do this. Let's keep going, like, right? Yeah. Like, I've, 
go into all the world and, and proclaim the gospel. And you said something about hope. I mean, yep. the essence of Christianity is that Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Like it's hope for us. It's hope for those around us. So dude, let's go bring that hope. Let's yeah. go. And you want to know something, Rob, and I haven't told you this yet, but I just got my support report. I opened it up last Monday, whatever that is. Yep. I've had the best year of raising support than I've ever had in the six years I've done it. I've always done a good job. People have always given generously. I only look at it once a year. I'm one of those crazy people that trust the, trust the Lord by faith. I don't need to look at it every month or okay. every quarter. I just once a year. And then I get it. And it, I, it, we teared up, we prayed, we we're so thankful. We're like, God, you've got to be kidding. This is crazy. Without demos, without a building, without all this, you know, God just says, hey, watch this. And, uh, you know, the Lord is so good, man. And yeah, it, it's been a crazy year for all of us. But right, remember, I'll go further on that Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's what, that's what it says. It says rejoice, not sometimes, rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. Um, let let our requests be made known to God. No, re, be reminded that God is near. Let our gentleness be made known. But knowing God is is near, let our requests be made known. In terms of just putting that stuff at the feet of Jesus, saying, "God, I'm thankful. Um, I, I know you hear my request." And that's that's where it comes in when we just lay that down at the feet of Jesus with a posture of thanksgiving. And then the peace of God will sweep over us, right? The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. That's, I love that. Surpasses all understanding. There's a lot of stuff, dude, that you and I with the, you know, your situation yeah. and just life and whatever it has to, to bring. I mean, it's like, dude, wait, I got this peace. And it's the very peace that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. I know your listeners, you know, you know, but it, that's, it says that it's right there. It's yeah. Peace, you know, so it's, it's peace and it's good. So that's it. It's been my year, man. A little bit of a nutshell, brother. <laughs> and what I love is I think you just gave examples for our listeners how to enjoy their journey. That in the chaos of everything, when everything looks stacked against us, that when we go to the foot of the cross, we get the peace of Christ to, to just indwell inside of us. And when things don't make sense on paper, when they don't make sense, when you're looking at your bills and you're not sure how you're going to pay this or you're a ministry or a missionary and you're wondering where the support's coming or you're doing a ministry and the building gets sold or there's gunshots or all of a sudden your wife uh, is no longer employed he just says hey hey hey, hey you you a little faith hey, hey <laughs> still trusting you still believe me you still think i got you and uh it's 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 fun afterwards to see where he has led <laughs> during, not so much, not so much, but uh, it happens. It happens. And, and what I love is the listeners get to hear that uh, individuals in ministry, they walk through the same thing. And uh, yes, they believe in Jesus, but at times their patience does get tested and worry and, and fear can, can grab you. And that's why you got to go back to that piece that surpasses all understanding. I, I don't think you could have said it better. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you being on with us today. Appreciate your heart. Of course, I appreciate your wife. She's the better half anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. I love it. So oh, good. man. That's I mean, so true. just thanks for sharing your heart today. You got anything else you want to tell our listeners? I just want to say thank you. 
Yeah, well, Rob, I just want to say thank you too. I mean, that's the thing your listeners, you know, I mean, we go back so long and we are good friends and we do keep in touch. And we really did just talk a little bit before this for we did. Know, almost what, 30, 30, 40 minutes just chatting. Yeah. And it was great, man. So, dude, you. I just appreciate you, man. And all the opportunities I've had with you guys with Rise Fest and even our, our time at member, we went to the Dominican Republic, yes. man. We went over there and did some ministry together, brother. That was and, awesome. uh, you're such an example to me too, man. Like when I feel like whining and quitting and yeah, I, I have my whiny moments, dude, straight up. And then no. I think of you, man. I know, I know it's sad to say, but dude, no, nah, you've, you've always been just a rad example to me. I'm not just saying that, man. Even from the first time I met you, you're not a complainer, dude. I toured with you. I saw yeah. it. I saw what you go through on the day to day. And it's like, yo, like, pfft. You, I have nothing, zero. This dude preaches the gospel. He's a preaching machine. And dude, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to say all the stuff that you go through, man, getting in and out of, you know, your, your vehicles and, you know, now in a chair. And I mean, dude, I saw it. And I was like, this guy's just so faithful and committed to, to the Lord and what you're, what God's called you to do, man. So I have always appreciated that, appreciated that about you, uh, Rob. And, um, yeah, man, this is cool, dude. And I love talking to you, dude. So this is I do, like dude. my brother from another mother. That's uh, right. I just wish I could dress <laughs> as cool as you do, but <laughs> I got to get some of them Nike shoes that are all colorful. Oh, man, that, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. For those that are listening and have never checked out Tim Byrne, do you got a website? Or just go to Skate Church or what? How can they get? Oh, they can go to they can go to my website. It's just, it's my name, Tim Burn, T I M B Y R N E dot O R G, and I'm easy to find on Instagram. You can just put my name in. Uh, find me on Facebook. I'm very accessible. I don't have a management company booking me anymore. You know, I my email is right there on my website at the awesome. end. It's not a fancy website by any means. Um, I travel, I preach the gospel. If you want to partner and do that too, yeah, yeah hit me up, email me. That'd be great. I'd love to pray with you and see where that can go. So Tim, thanks for being with us, people. Check out Tim, bring him in. He will preach the gospel. Kids will love him, adults will love him. Just appreciate you so much, man. Uh, thanks, Rob. Likewise, brother. Thanks for tuning in to the Enjoying the Journey podcast, brought to you by Rise Ministries. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and to follow Rise Ministries on any of our social media channels. Thanks for listening.